The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. This is Victoria. What a pleasure to have you with us today on Main Street Vegan. Sorry we got started a couple of minutes late. This seems to be my day for technical difficulties. I spent two hours this morning on two completely unrelated computer glitchy things, and now we're having some Skype problems interacting with our lovely engineer, Jeff, out there at Unity Village in Missouri. So we're doing this the old-fashioned way on uh, Mr. Bell's telephone. I am making peace with technology. It only took me about 20 years, and I'm really glad that I have a nice background in the Bible and prayer because things come up in my mind like, lo, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of technical difficulties, I will fear no evil. And I know that sounds kind of stupid, but you know, when it comes to technology, I feel powerless. And when I feel powerless, I feel scared. And when I think about things that are difficult for me, like computer things, I think about how difficult Some things are for other people, like the idea of going vegan. For anybody that just heard about this and said, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense, I'm in, there are other people for whom this is very, very challenging. There are people with great big families who bond over kielbasa. There are people who just don't cook. And the idea of having to learn how to eat in a whole other way when you haven't turned on your oven since 1989, that is really, really difficult. And in our world today, we're so fortunate 
that there are people reaching out to those who find this wonderful and easy and those who find it difficult. So we have podcasts and radio shows like this one. We've got a couple of TV shows coming up around and about. There are blogs, there are articles, and there are periodicals. There are publications that come out every month, every other month, quarterly, to just keep the message coming. These days, most of these magazines are both on paper and online, so you can have them at your pleasure. And what we're doing today is bringing a roundtable of the editors of three of the most exciting magazines to serve the vegan world these days together. So I'm going to introduce them now, and we'll be bringing them on after the break. If you like this format, if you like this conversational format of a few people talking together, let us know that, because maybe we'll do it every six weeks or so. We'll bring on vegan bloggers, vegan physicians, vegan chefs, and let them talk to each other. So uh, let me know how you enjoy the show today. And also, I want to let you know that there's going to be some freebies offered. So stay tuned and jot down the number, 888-558-6489. And if you call that number with a question for one of our lovely guests, you are going to win a subscription to one of our wonderful magazines. So I'm going to let you know before we pause for the break that we have editors from a brand new magazine called Leica. Leica is a vegan lifestyle magazine that deals with fashion and personalities, doers and activists, exciting food and product innovations, and cruelty-free fashion and beauty. You can think of it as a vegan vanity fair. Then we're going to have the editor of Vegan Health and Fitness, which inspires me to get to the gym. This is such a fabulous publication for people who really want to be fit, for people who are athletes or who want to look and feel like athletes. And then we're having someone from Veg News. This is the biggest vegan or vegetarian magazine <coughs> excuse me, on the planet. It's been around for about a dozen years, and it covers all the bases. It's won all kinds of awards. So these three women whom I will introduce my name when we come back from the break are going to be discussing the state of the magazine industry, the state of veganism, and the state of whatever you want to ask them about. You can ask your questions at 888-558-6489 or you can tweet them to Victoria underscore Moran, M-O-R-A-N. And the first few people that call in or tweet in with questions today will win a subscription to one of these fabulous publications. So stay with us, start tweeting, start calling, and we'll be back right after this with more Main Street Vegan.
Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. What if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know That more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan here on Unity Online Radio. I'm going to jump right in and introduce my three wonderful guests. And do remember that if you call us at 888-558-6489 or tweet me at Victoria underscore Moran, we are giving away two copies each of the three magazines in question. And I will once again introduce the ladies. I'm starting with the newest magazine and and moving up uh, in seniority. So my first guest is Julie Guerra-Seva. She has been working as an art director and designer for over 15 years at companies like Def Jam Records, Condé Nast, and Hearst Publishing, as well as nonprofits like Rational Animal, The Innocence Project, and Farm Sanctuary. She's been a vegan and animal rights and social justice advocate for 
six years, and she is the founder, publisher, and editor of Laika Magazine. That is L-A-I-K-A, and she'll, she'll tell us what that means. Second guest is Brenda Carey. Brenda is the brains behind Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine. She hails from Mississippi. She's worked as a model, a stand-up comic. She's done TV and used to do a blog called Female Vegan Bodybuilder. And there was such a response to that that she came to see that the vegan world was looking for a fitness magazine. So it started last summer with an issue of 5,000 copies. And now they are going to be, by next fall, up to 50,000 copies that health-conscious athletic vegans are just loving, loving to pieces, and reading cover to cover. Of course, I read all three of these magazines cover to cover. I absolutely gobble them up. And finally, Colleen Holland from Veg News Magazine. She and Joseph Connolly grew this publication from a 28-page newspaper tabloid into an award-winning, full-color, glossy magazine. Colleen is a graduate of UCLA, an 18-year ethical vegan, and her background in marketing and brand building has helped create an internationally renowned media company complete with digital properties, events, a vibrant social media community, and global vacations. I want a global vacation. Colleen is one of just six people to have been inducted into both the Vegetarian Hall of Fame and the Animal Rights Hall of Fame. So welcome, Julie, Brenda, and Colleen. Now, when we talked about jumping in, when I was growing up, I was an only child, but we had friends who had 12 children, and I used to love to go over there and see this entirely different culture of how they lived, because whenever the mashed potatoes were in the middle of the table, I politely waited for someone to pass them, and I never got any potatoes. The kids in the 12-child family learned that when the grabbing was good, they grabbed. So please consider yourself part of a large family. Jump in when you feel like jumping in, and we'll just sort it out after that. So welcome, everybody. And since I started out by saying maybe we'll tell you what Leica means, Julie, why don't you start by telling us what Leica means and why did you start this magazine? Sure, Victoria. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, and Leica is um, essentially a tribute to an animal. Um, I'm originally from Russia, and when I was um, trying to come up with a name for the magazine, had sort of a light bulb moment where I remembered from my childhood a story that I had known for a long time that kind of haunted me even before I was aware of veganism or animal rights. Um, Laika was the first living specimen uh, who was sent into orbit by the Soviet Space Exploration Program in the late 50s. And she was a stray. She was a stray on the streets, um, plucked from the streets, and uh, won the uh, trust of a group of scientists who had to train her. And one scientist in particular developed a bond with her. And even knowing that she would eventually die and that the shuttle that she would be put in would not be retrievable, it would disintegrate, um, you know, it was an, it was an experiment. 
um, the lead scientist, Oleg Gazenko, developed a bond with her, so much so that he even fought to have a, a little window installed in her little capsule so that she wouldn't feel closed in and stayed by her side on the launch platform and um, and then basically had an emotional breakdown afterwards. And so there was this unbelievable paradox and duality to sacrificing an animal while also loving that animal, which to me kind of symbolizes our society's relationship to animals as a whole. Um, and then in the 90s, after the Soviet Union collapsed, he publicly stated that the experiment yielded nothing and that he all these years has regretted doing this and um, that it didn't justify the death of Laika. And uh, so in, in Russia, uh, and in, in Russian, the, 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 the word has a lot of meaning. In English, it's just sort of a melodic word. So there is kind of that kind of dual meaning um, struck me and it's a tribute to like of the dog, but also just a tribute to animals as a whole and kind of like a, a love letter to a, a better future, hopeful future and an optimistic statement in hopes that we change our ways and don't make those kinds uh. of mistakes again. That is so beautiful. Now, Brenda, your magazine is about health and fitness, but you come from an animal rights background. Where do you see all this coming together? Wow. Well, I mean, we picked the name Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine rather than plant-based health and fitness or any of the other uh, terms that people have used to kind of um, be a little less controversial um, because we, we really want to bring the whole concept of veganism into the mainstream, and that's the purpose of the magazine and why we, we want to have muscular people on the cover. Even though it's not really um, all bodybuilding inside, we have all kinds of uh, athletic stuff going on. But we, we're seeking to break stereotypes and show people that, um, you know, the vegan lifestyle, people who choose to be compassionate and kind, that's, that's true strength not only on the inside, but it yields strength on the outside also. It's all like this great karmic circle as, as uh, you know, I love your first book, of course, Victoria. You know, I'm a huge fan of Compassion, the Ultimate Ethic. It, it speaks so true to, you know, what it does if you choose to eat a vegan diet and live a vegan lifestyle, that there are these rewards Physically, also that that come, and um, so we're we're about that all encompassing picture. Well, you're doing a great job of it. I, I go to the gym more days a week whenever your magazine comes. <laughs> so, Colleen, <laughs> <laughs> bless your heart and bless your fabulous magazine. You know, I have to say that the success of Main Street Vegan. And having this radio show and so many wonderful things that are going on in my life and my work to promote veganism, I owe to Veg News and the fact that you have supported Main Street Vegan from the beginning and that Joseph did a fabulous review and called it the Vegan Bible New Testament. So I am just your biggest fan on earth, and thank you so much. So, so give us an idea. What's going on out there in, in publishing? You've been at it for 12 years, so you've seen things change. What's your take on everything right now? Well, that's a great question. Um, you know, 
it's in many ways I feel it's a sheer miracle for um, to survive it all in the magazine world, and I say this even before the digital world sort of took off. Um, it's an in- incredibly competitive um, environment and one that, you know, we've really benefited from doing. Uh, we actually started in 2000, Joe, and I founded the magazine, so it's been 13 years. But now with the digital world, I actually just see it as it's, an, it's such an exciting t- time to be in publishing just because there's more opportunities to get out great content. And however our readers want to receive their content, we're willing to provide it to them, whether it's in a print magazine, whether it's on a tablet, whether it's via social media, whether it's in a live event. Um, I will acquiesce and see it as a positive movement for just broadening my um, opportunities for disseminating great top-notch meat-free content. That's perfect. That's what we're all about. So, Yeah, I hope so. Ladies, just, you know, somebody jump in here. I'm reminded of when I was on Oprah, this producer came up to me just before the show, and she said, now there are several guests today, so if you want to be on, just jump in. And I said, jump in? You mean like interrupt Oprah? She said, yes. <laughs> oh, you may not get called on. I said, oh, I'm a good Catholic girl from Kansas City. I can't do that. She said, leave her at home. So leave, leave all your shyness at home and, and feel free to in and uh, talk with one another. So what? just tell me your mission personally and as a publication. What are you trying to do in the world? And anybody jump in who feels like it and speak among yourselves. Well, I'll start. Um, I feel that everything I do, every decision I make is to end the exploitation of animals. Um, Veg News, we started Veg News as an ethical publication, and it continues that way today. So however we package that message, whether it's through gorgeous food or breathtaking fashion or a really compelling news story, the mission underlying that is always the same, and I think about that every single day. So that really is where I think Veg News stands on any content we decide to put in the magazine. Is it going to benefit the message? Is it going to make the movement look good? You know, is it going to deliver what we want it to deliver, which at the end of the day is to stop animal abuse? Mm-hmm. I think our our goals are a little bit similar in that I know that we're all really wanting to see the world become a vegan world, and we want to bring veganism into the mainstream, and that is definitely the goal of Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine. And um, Like I said, we're breaking stereotypes. We're showing people that you can build muscle on a vegan diet. You can be strong. You can be in so many ultra-marathoners these days. Scott Jurek and so many all over uh, the United States and Europe that we feature in the magazine all the time are plant-based athletes. These people are, you know, thriving. So if they can go 100 miles or run for 48 hours straight through the Mojave Desert on a vegan diet and be, you know, super healthy while doing that, you can certainly be super healthy while doing your 9-to-5 job and taking care of your kids and have enough energy to sustain you through those things. So we're, we're looking to show everyone that this really is the optimum diet. No matter what your lifestyle is, you should incorporate a plant-based diet and uh, fitness and, you know, make, make veganism your lifestyle and thus you will reap the rewards of great health and energy. Well, uh, I would like to add to all these great statements. Um, 
my perspective and and um, Laika's mission and Laika's credo is basically to show that a beautiful, exciting, interesting, dynamic life can absolutely unquestionably be had without harming our animal friends or any living being. And it started as genuine, urgent effort to try to help animals because, you know, we're in the middle of a crisis, in my opinion. And um, it was sort of a culmination of all of my life experience and, and thinking about almost branding. And when I started thinking about if we look at veganism almost as a brand, if we think about it and how our society functions, and so much of advertising and marketing, you know, for conventional lifestyles and everything within the status quo, let's just put it that way, it's it's about kind of overselling or um, glossing over or pushing this kind of fantasy on consumers. And, and I realized nothing about veganism or compassion needs to be oversold. It just it speaks for itself, and it's beautiful, and, and it's stunning, and every myself included, everyone I know who, who has embraced this lifestyle has benefited tremendously. So initially I thought, well, then something like that deserves to be packaged as beautifully, as stunningly as possible on par with any kind of glossy, for lack of a better word, uh, magazine out there. And as I went along with it, I realized that it was just really just an honest presentation because we have everything that, you know, conventional lifestyle has. We have the the amazingly fascinating, compelling individuals. We have beautiful fashion. We have amazing makeup. We have, you know, beautiful, gorgeous food. We have all of that. And we understand... Um, animals and how incredible they are and how much they add to our lives. And so it was just a matter of presenting that to the world in a bit of a paradigm shift where initially you pick it up and you think, oh, oh, this may, oh maybe this is a fashion magazine and it has that, but it goes a lot deeper than that and it's basically styled with substance and it doesn't shy away from the more you know, difficult topics, but it's, you know, that's the the whole picture. You know, if, if you have a publication like Vanity Fair talking about war veterans, well, let's talk about the survivors of, you know, the animal exploitation industry, the animals, and give them, put them in that same kind of worthy light, and and same with the people who defend them. And so everything is just about presenting the vegan, compassionate lifestyle and animals in a, in a very worthwhile way that would appeal to someone who reads like Vanity Fair or New York Times Magazine or like some of the fashion magazines and kind of makes them go, oh, hmm, I didn't, maybe I didn't realize it was quite like that, but let me take a closer look. So I love the phrase style with substance because I think that says so much about this lifestyle all over. You know, we have cuisine with substance and we have health yeah. with substance. It's not just, mm-hmm. oh, look at me, you know, I look pretty. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really about where it all comes from. You guys are amazing. We do have to go to a break, but we will be back after these messages. Our number, remember, is 888-558-6489. We'll be back. 
Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This, Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us. For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org. Just what does that dream mean? Ever wake up from a crazy dream and wonder what it meant? Have you had a recurring dream all your life and you just can't get it to stop? Get all your questions about dreams and dream interpretation answered by the leading expert in the field. Unity Online Radio is home to America's leading dream expert, Dr. Michael Lennox. And on Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, the doctor is definitely in. Tune in to Dream Interpretation with Dr. Michael Lennox, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for Main Street Vegan. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan here on Unity Online Radio. My guests today are Colleen Holland from Veg News Magazine. If you're not already a Veg News reader, subscriber, and aficionado, you can check them out at vegnews.com. I'm also speaking today with Julie Guerraseva of the new magazine, Laika. That's a fashion and lifestyle magazine. And is your website L-A-I-K-A dot com? It's L-A-I-K-A magazine dot com, Laika magazine dot com. Laika magazine dot com. And Brenda Carey from Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine. Tell me your website so I don't mess it up. Yeah, okay, VHS Mag, because you can do veganhealthandfitnessmag.com and enter that and it'll come up, but it's very long and you're likely to miss a letter. So we shortened it to VHSMagMag.com to make it a little easier for people. Very good, because I want everybody to be able to find all of your fabulous publications. And, Brenda, while uh, we're talking, give us a little uh, little preview of some of the people who are coming in the next issue. I think you're introducing some athletes we may not know yet. 
Yes, well, there is a really exciting athlete named John Lewis, who is known as the badass vegan. Um, he talks all about how he incorporates uh, his fitness into his daily lifestyle and makes himself uh, ready to do marathons and all sorts of uh, test mutter and things like competitions like that on a regular basis. And then we also have an amazing uh, yoga couple, um, Koya Webb, who's been on our cover in the past, and her fiancé, Monty, are demonstrating some beautiful couples yoga poses, and uh, they're doing all kinds of uh, yoga retreats these days and everything. So um, not only is it neat to pick up these poses, but it's, it's such a joy to watch them do it and see the images of them doing the yoga. It's just so beautiful. Um, what the human body can do when you have a healthy vegan diet and a good uh, fit lifestyle. Um, but I, I also won't be featuring Victoria Moran, you may have heard of, the, uh, <laughs> the lovely, prolific author who is in amazing shape, and she talks about how she does it. So we're very excited about that also. Oh, I'm so excited. It was so much fun to be out there in L.A. with you in January and get my picture taken around a swimming pool. It, it felt like the 1950s, and in fact, that swimming pool at the Avalon Hotel was actually used for a season of the um, um, I Love Lucy show. We're <laughs> just going crazy, but thank you. I'm really, really honored. Now, Colleen, you're an expert on trends, trends in veganism. What's happening now? My gosh, well, what's not happening now? But first, I can't wait to see your swimsuit photo shoot. My gosh. Um, where else can you do it in January? <laughs> you know, poolside, I guess LA is the only place you can get that job done. Um, but that should be a fun piece to read. There's so much happening in veganism. I mean, not only I, do I feel it's an exciting time to be in publishing, it's, of course, an incredible time to be in veganism. Um, you know, I think there's there's trends, and, and here my um, colleagues, my esteemed peers here are, are really doing great coverage on these areas. But I think athletes accepting veganism, um, and, and what that means is they're really accepting now uh, plant-based protein as good as or superior to animal-based protein. I, f- I feel like we finally have turned that upside down, that myth that it has to be animal protein to be um, you know, successful, and that's just not true. Um, and so, and 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 it, it also removes the stereotype of masculinity. You know, you have to be a meat eater to be masculine. And so, I think that is that trend alone just has really propelled veganism because it's debunking those stereotypes. Um, I think there's, of course, there's you know, so many vegan cookbooks out these days. I did a little calculation recently, and I found that there was about 724%, I believe, increase in vegan cookbooks since 2007. And, of course, you know, we get them all for review here, and I'm just blown away by the quality and the range of of what people are doing. Um, Great trends in fashion, and, you know, as as Julie covers in her magazine, um, I know Vogue Couture Vegan Fashion Label was the first vegan fashion house um, to be at New York Fashion Week a couple months ago, and that's huge. That is monumental, and we're just seeing more and more of that. so, yeah, it's just an exciting time, and I can't wait to see what unfolds next. 
Oh, plenty. That's so exciting. We do have a question here. This is a question from Jamie Karpovich. Speaking of trends, do you all know this woman? She's a, a young woman. Her blog is Save the Kales. She also has a local TV show in her area in Pennsylvania. And I am very proud to say that she is a graduate of the Main Street Vegan Academy a Vegan Lifestyle Coaching Program. She is one to watch. No, no kidding. This, this uh, woman is quite charismatic and amazing. So her question is, while other magazines go under, veg mags seem stronger than ever. Why do you think the market eats you up? Um, well, I'll jump in on that one since we're new and our numbers are just going through the roof and we can't seem to keep our magazine on the shelves. It sells out every time. And, uh, I, you know, I just think finally we have some uh, high-profile people who have, you know, come out as being vegan like Bill Clinton and Ellen DeGeneres a few years ago and that, you know, paved the way and, I mean, of course, their followers and, and all of a sudden it's still comfortable for people in the mainstream to, to be vegan and I think that the numbers of people who are going vegan these days are, are just astronomical and I don't think it's even been calculated properly yet because, I mean, how do you, how do you get an, an accurate reading on these things? I mean, they do phone polls and we do magazine polls and things like that, but to really get an accurate reading on how many vegans there are out there, I think we just have to look at, like you say, the sales of these magazines magazines are doing very well. People are hungry for this information. They're making changes. We get, you know, emails and Facebook comments constantly about people who are saying, you know, either I've dabbled with vegetarianism for years and I'm finally going vegan or, you know, I've been a meat eater all my life and I want to go vegan now because now I see it's possible and I know I'll be healthy if I do it. And it's just a huge, huge thing that's going on right now. And, yeah, there's, there's not a lot of magazines that serve the vegan community. Every single other magazine that you pick up that is supposed to be telling you how to be healthy or how to be fit is telling you to eat chicken breast and steak and all these other, you know, poor tortured animals as your main staples of your diet. So we're, we're very rare that we're telling people how to do it in a, in a vegan way. So, yeah, it's a... We're very, you know, in the in the middle of some a big uh, hurricane, if you will, of of new vegans just flying around. <laughs> no, that, well, fantastic. And, Go ahead. you know, if, of course, I want um, the world to go vegan tomorrow, no question. But you know, there's a huge shift also in people dabbling in veganism and hopefully on their way to becoming full fledged. Um, vegans, but um, I think, and that's there's there's a lot of research showing that you know people want to, you know, they realize meat's not good for them. They really want to cut down. They may not be ready to call themselves vegans, but they're on their way. So you know, I mean, our audience I think are broadening with not just our core community, but also these people who are interested in it and want information and recipes. And um, to Jamie's specific question, um, you know. I feel fortunate not only to be in this community, but be, to be um, serving a niche audience. And niche publications in general are ones that are thriving in this environment versus more general interest publications. But we're serving a specific readership. Um, that readership is growing. And frankly, you know, we don't have shareholders and need to make, you know, so much money in order to, to make this thing viable. I mean, it, this is done out of purpose, out of love, and we just have to figure out how to make it all work at the end of the day. Beautiful. Yeah. 
And I would just like to add that I feel a sense that um, our society, I feel like it, it's moving into the direction of compassion. There seems to be, like, uh, I believe it was Martin Luther King Jr. that said um, something like the arc of history occurs towards justice. It feels to me like there's a pull this pull, like humanity, is starting to embrace this concept of justice, social justice, and fairness, and goodness, and compassion. We saw it in like the surge of social justice movements in the past couple of years, like Occupy Wall Street, and and things happening overseas. And it feels like people are becoming more open towards tapping into their compassion, and whether. You know, it's sort of like the pieces of puzzle of the puzzle are coming together. Whether it's now, you know, the, you know, the conditions of animals are being more exposed, and we have social media, we have the internet that people can go and do research, and then we have other forms of media to communicate all these things to people. It's becoming more accessible. The, the knowledge is becoming more accessible, and then we're seeing examples on our. You know, television sets, as um, as Brenda was saying, like you know, we have more examples of of high profile people going vegan. So it's sort of all coming together, where you know we have living proof that you can live a totally healthy, happy, normal life without ever eating anything that comes from an animal. Um, we have proof of that, so it's a logical thing. And then we're you know, supplemented with, you know, the horrific conditions that animals um, live in and, and are killed under being more exposed, then it's almost becoming like a logical pull in that direction. And then naturally people are going to come seeking for resources of, well, where can I get stuff to um, and learn more about this lifestyle? And that's why I think publications like this are... Um, being received really well. That's wonderful. And I loved what you said about the pull. And anybody who's listening mm -hmm. who's coming to our show because they're part of, of Unity, part of the Unity Movement and the Unity Church, there's a wonderful teacher there who used to use the phrase, the upward progression of the universe. And when mm -hmm. I see gravitating to, to veganism. I just see this upward progression of the universe. It's so beautiful. Now, Julie, um, just briefly, I know you're very passionate about how we can bring the animals into the conversation in, in our commercial world, in, in our capitalist society. What's, what's going on with that? What's your passion there? Yeah, so, no, my I became a vegetarian first and then vegan um, for the animals. I didn't know much about uh, any sort of other, um, you know, products or health benefits. That became a very amazing bonus <laughs> pretty soon after. So, um, so that's why I feel it's always important to be mindful uh, to not, you know, forget our animal friends and in the excitement of discussing um, products and and everything, all the other amazing stuff that that is included in this beautiful lifestyle. So with my magazine, any opportunity I have to bring animals into the discussion, I feel it's really important, whether it's a profile on 
on um, an interesting individual or someone, a public personality. Um, I'll always try to pull in uh, discussion about animals and their feelings on veganism and, and, you know, why people should embrace this lifestyle and featuring animals, portraits of animals. And so and in our daily lives, um, I feel that um, we need to, you know, be on top of what's happening um, with, the st- with statistics and uh, conditions on factory farms and just be really informed so that we can have uh, quick responses and conversations um, if, if someone is, in fact, misinformed or, I've, you know, I've heard, you know, various very ignorant statements and so we have to have the response is ready, and that does require to kind of, you know, explore sort of, you know, the darker side of things, which is, you know, we have our, the vegan lifestyle itself is so beautiful and so positive, and it's all about compassion and loving our surroundings and being kind to ourselves also, um, but it's also important to be mindful uh, of how animals are treated and be on top of the latest developments on, in animal rights law. And, and, you know, now we have these ag-gag bills happening that are um, threatening, you know, freedom of speech. So we have to be informed and also um, just be around animals as much as possible. I feel it's really important. So if there's a chance to visit an um, a farm animal sanctuary that's near you, look into it and go as often as possible and that has a very transformative effect and, and reminds us of why we're doing this in the first place. So, so yeah, so any, any chance to connect with animals is, is really, really important in our um, day-to-day lives and um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know, Julie. We have a um, caller. Um, Can you hold that thought (laughs) while we invite? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Who is calling in and probably wants a magazine subscription? Hey, Chris. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. What would you like to ask? Have a brilliant ladies. Yeah. Well, I'd love to ask on your thoughts. On now, I'm I would say 98% vegan. Um, I do eat uh, eggs and uh, butter, and um, I incorporated that having been vegan for about four years. So that's a recent addition. And the reason I added that was to get some vitamin K2, which helps me get calcium uh, more absorbed into the bones because I've had severe. Um, osteoporosis. And um, my question for you is, since you all are vegan and have been for more years than I, um, how do I get um, vitamin K2 besides a synthetic uh, type of supplement, um, which I don't necessarily agree with either, um, in to do its job to um, direct the calcium that I take? Um, I don't know if you can answer or address that question or if you're familiar enough with that. 
Um, well, well, I can I'll start. This is um, oh. Oh, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say um, this is Colleen from Veg News, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm not a nutrition expert, and maybe Brenda has some valuable information, but um, I would be more than happy to ask our nutrition. Uh, columnist Juliana Hever, who is an RD, and um, I can have her, I can put you guys in touch and, and get you the information you need. But maybe Brennan knows something because, unfortunately, I, I don't think I can add anything here. Yes, well, we um, kind of pride ourselves on doing a lot of scientific articles about health, and we always back up every single scientific claim that we make in Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine with peer-reviewed journal articles that are from highly respected journals like the American Medical Association or Harvard University. Um, so there's absolutely no room for controversy. Um, it's, it's clear that when we state a fact that we've backed it up with something very reputable. And in um, an earlier issue, I believe it was our fall issue, uh, we had an article on strong vegan bones, and it's actually still available on our website if anybody wants to take a look at it. And it's um, information that was originally compiled by the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, which is a wonderful organization of doctors um, who talk a lot about um, vegan nutrition and how it affects the body. And in this um, study, they, you know, they cited several studies. Well, one of them was a 12-year Harvard study where they followed 78,000 women, those who drank milk three times a day actually broke bones more than women who rarely drank milk. And then there have been several other studies um, that show that a higher dairy product consumption is associated with increased fracture risk. And, you know, study after study that shows that eating animal protein leaches calcium from the bones. That's also discussed in the China study, which is the largest uh, nutritional study that was ever done by T. Colin Campbell, uh, which is also featured in the film Forks Over Knives. So all of this is very well documented that eating animal products actually weakens the bones and causes the osteoporosis to get worse. As far as the vitamin D goes, um, the best way to get vitamin D, of course, is having a little sunlight on your skin. Um, but there are also supplements where you can get vitamin D. Um, if you live in a place where you have very little sunlight, there are also mushrooms that are um, exposed to extra UV light so that they um, absorb more vitamin D so that when you eat it, you'll get more vitamin D. The more you keep um, your lifestyle closer to nature, the more plant foods you're eating to get your vitamins and the more, you know, the more you're using nature to get your vitamins, the better. Um, but, yeah, animal products are definitely not going to help you. They're only going to uh, cause more problems in this regard. So I encourage you to research it a little more. Take a look at our article. And we're, we're getting to, close to time here. So thank you both very much. I will get that, that answer from Juliana Hever through Colleen, and we'll share that next week on the show. I'm also going to speak with one of our, our past guests, um, Ryan Andrews, who is also a, a registered dietitian and clinical nutritionist and who has done a lot of work with the vitamin K2 issue. So, Chris, if you could just stay on the line and get back to our engineer, he will take your address, and you are a lucky winner of one of these fabulous publications. Thank you so much for your call, and keep listening, and we'll try to get you more information on this issue. Thanks so much. 
Now, we have just about three minutes left, so that gives everybody a minute. So would each of you like to take 60 delightful seconds and just give us your take on what's the most important thought at the top of your mind at this moment? Colleen? Okay, sure. Um, You know, in 2012, the New York Times proclaimed that vegan is the new normal, and um, they were specifically referring to veganism in Los Angeles where, you know, vegan food is, is like growing on trees everywhere now. I mean, there's paparazzi outside, vegan restaurants, et cetera. Um, and I just feel like we're at an incredible nexus, and it's our job as media professionals to share this other side of veganism with the world. Um, it's, you know, no deprivation. It's fulfilling. It's wonderful. It's positive. And I just can't wait to... Um, continue doing that. Thank you. Brenda? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, for my one-minute thought, uh, I actually want to, of course, the message is um, all we need is love and <laughs> that compassion is the way and um, you know, veganism is, that, that's what it's all about. It's about love and respect for every creature that we share the planet with, for our ourselves, our own bodies, and wanting to help other people be healthier, um, of course, wanting to save as many animals as possible. Each person that goes vegan is saving 200 animals' lives a year. Um, it's, it, this is you know, what it's all about, and making the world a better, more peaceful, loving place, and that's, that's the purpose of our magazine and um, all these magazines, all three of our magazines. Thank you. And lovely Julie. <laughs> well, you know, I think I believe uh, in a diversity of tactics, and you know, we're we're up against a lot. But I'm I'm very very optimistic right now. I feel a lot of hope, and I'm just picturing the end result. And I I see the vegan world in my mind's eye, and all of our magazines are contributing to that. And but moreover, you know, I I think we just practice kindness every day towards each other, our friends, animals, and ourselves, and really tap into that um, feeling that I think we all knew as children, and somehow, you know, society kind of leads us astray in one way or another, and veganism to me is almost like a return to um, living this pure, compassionate life, and it and so our job is really to pass that on to everyone we meet and and urge them in, in, in a kind, compassionate way to consider this because it's, it's an irresist. It's, the, the lifestyle sells itself. It's, it's totally irresistible, and it's, it's a beautiful way to be, and we just have to be examples of that. Well, I think you guys are all examples of that. I was thinking just now that if we were TV instead of radio, everybody would be saying, I want what they have because you are all beautiful inside and out. Thank you so very much, Colleen, Brenda, Julie. Bless you and your publications. We've given away two subscriptions, so that means there are four left for some of you listening out there later in podcast land. So um, Main Street Vegan at unityonlineradio.org and pick up those free subscriptions. In the meantime, I'm Victoria Moran of Main Street Vegan wishing you a beautiful week. Eat your veggies. Bye. See you next time.
Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Street Vegan. To learn more about Victoria or to explore training with Main Street Vegan Academy as a vegan lifestyle coach, go to www.mainstreetvegan.net. That's www.mainstreetvegan.net. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment from Reverend Joan Gattuso and Unity Magazine is brought to you by Unity. Did you know that you are supported in your quest to create a more fulfilling life? In fact, spiritual psychology suggests that the key to purposeful living lies in your ability to embrace all of who you are and everything life has brought your way. Jesse Harriet wants to talk with you about how to do just that, being yourself and becoming yourself. That's what living on purpose is all about. Call in with your questions and comments for Jesse live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on Living on Purpose, where we blend psychology and ancient wisdom, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind, Body, Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 